Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for June 14th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. I'm going to skip the recap of the previous show. We've got too much going on, and the recap's too big. We'll do that later. Meantime, Sheriff Richard Mack with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Well, thanks, Em. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. It is a beautiful Tuesday morning, but, man, there's trouble in Denmark, if you will. You got the Capitol, uh, January 6th Capitol riot, quote, I don't know what you call them. They say they're hearings, but I don't really see that they're hearings at all, Sheriff. Uh, in the traditional sense, because, look, you've really got uh, a, a producer for TV. They put it on on primetime TV to get maximum viewership. <laughs> it's a one-sided yeah. pony show. There's no cross-examination. People were unprecedentedly blocked from committees and more. Uh, Jim Jordan had the chance to speak with one of the talking heads about this, Maria. I've got some clips from it to play, and then I want to get your response on some of this. Here it is. Joining me right now to discuss the issues of the day and what the GOP can do about it is Ohio Congressman and the House Judiciary Committee Ranking Member, Jim Jordan. Congressman, it's good to see you this morning. Thanks very much for being here. Good to be with you. You bet. I want to first get your reaction to what took place last week at the January 6th committee hearings. What did we learn? Well, I don't think we learned anything new. I mean, we already knew they want to get rid of the Electoral College. They want to make it so that President Trump can't run in 2024. And they had, you know, the former head of ABC News as the producer, the choreographer of this thing. But I don't think we learned anything new, even even with hundreds of witnesses, thousands of hours of testimony, no ability for uh, for Republicans to do any type of cross-examination. I still don't think there was anything new there. Um, you know, it's kind of like a kind of like the home team playing in the, at, at home and, and, and the refs on their side and they still can't win the game. That was sort of my takeaway. Um, and I think that's the American people's takeaway because they're focused on the things you've already just mentioned. Maria, they're focused on five dollar gas, 41 year high inflation, uh, a border that's no longer a border and crime that's on the rise in every major urban area in this country. All right, Sheriff Mack, you want to respond to that? Yeah, I, I, I think. Uh, it's been obvious that this is just uh, impeachment number three uh, against the president, uh, the former president Trump. Um, I, I think the, the Democrats are, just don't have any shame and they don't have any uh, uh, fairness uh, about them and they don't care who knows it anymore. Uh, and, and and hold on, let me stop you there, though. That is the sea change. It used to be the Democrats and Republicans had different views to the problems we face, uh, but they yeah. were at least somewhat civil to one another. Now, though, it's an all-out, and pardon the phrase that I'm going to use here, but it's an all-out turkey shoot. They don't really care about anything at all, and no. they know it, and they know people know it, and they don't care anymore either. It's no. literally a witch hunt, though. I mean, look. They know full well that they've got a one-sided dog and pony show. Prime time. This is unprecedented. 
Yeah, it, in fact, it's beyond witch hunt. They've already done their witch hunt uh, for the last four or five years. Uh, now they have the witch there, so uh, they can just keep uh, beating. It's it's more like beating a dead horse now, and uh, over and over and over. And I keep looking at Liz Cheney, and she's losing horribly uh, in the polls in Wyoming. There's no way she can keep her seat, and she knows yeah, that. Yeah, there is. All they got to do is commit vote fraud. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, You're of right, course. Our, You're right. Our hot topic, our hot topic, of course. And and uh, she, but she knows the Democrats are going to take care of her. She's going to get some big appointment uh, from from Biden or somebody else, uh, from Pelosi. Uh, and she's been a good girl. She's done what she's told. And she keeps the narrative and she keeps her talking points. You know, she scolds the Republicans and whatnot. And, and the you already know how I feel about the Democrat Republican narrative uh, and the divisiveness and and the, the the look the the Democrats care about uh, the Democrats winning. Uh, they they don't want Trump to be able to run again. That's what this whole sham has been about. So th- this whole thing is an amazing uh, dis- display of Democrats how afraid they are of Donald Trump, and they yes, should no. be because he's made them look bad. I want to be very clear, though. This is not the Democrats versus the Republicans like they want you to believe. This is really the deep state against the rest of us. So listen uh, as they continue. Oh, sure. Yeah. You and Kevin McCarthy wrote an op-ed about a week ago in the Wall Street Journal, and you pointed out a a number of things in in that op-ed, basically that this was a legitimate, illegitimate committee. So I guess my question to you is, if it's illegitimate and they're weaponizing majority rule, are any of these subpoenas enforceable and legal that they are handing out? And what happens to this committee should you take the majority in November? All right. Before he answers, she's saying, hey, if it's an illegitimate committee, are these subpoenas enforceable and legal? Sheriff, do you want to respond to that before we let Jim respond? Yeah, you know, that is a, a, a huge question. And, and and I'm not sure I have it. It uh, what the ins and outs and machinations of the uh, congressional committees are, but I know they have every staunch enemy of the of President Trump on there. Uh, and so again, there's no fairness. Let's see how many lying sacks of crap can we get on one committee uh, and and have them go after Trump free and easy. You know. They're completely free to do whatever they want because they set the rules. And so like Adam Schiff, are you kidding me? This guy has lied and lied and lied and lied. And he has no shame. He doesn't care. He'll he'll do another lie today. Uh, and he absolutely is so pathetically dishonest. And no, again, no one cares. Oh, let, let's get the 10 uh, people who hate Trump the most in Congress, and, and get them up there and let them say and do whatever they want. Good grief. Are you this kidding? Is where, this is where the deep state, though, uh, comes in, in my opinion, because the Democrats are barbecuing the Republicans, but only on the surface. And what I mean by that is the Republicans lie to. The Republicans have been against Trump as much as the Democrats have. Uh, oh, yeah. Not so, not so vocally, but when it comes to undermining his administration, when it comes to they've been just as against Donald uh, as everybody else. But you know what? It's not about Donald. It's about we the people. So listen carefully here to this. 
Well, we'll, we'll investigate. We want to. I want to see all the depositions. I want to see all the documents. And, and uh, uh, a ranking member, uh, Rodney Davis, has already sent a preservation letter to the committee saying, "Preserve all this information so we can look at it, and the American people can get the full story, not just this one-sided, choreographed uh, presentation we got. <clears throat> excuse me, we got the other night." So, uh, but when you think about what this committee has done, never in the history of this country, in the history of the House of Representatives. Has a minority leader not been able to put on a select committee the individuals he or she has selected? We also know that this committee has altered evidence and lied to the American people about it. So much so that they had to issue a statement which says, we regret the air, which is government speak for, we got caught lying. So that's what this committee is about. I think the country sees, sees it for what it is, a partisan political activity. That's why the leader and I wrote the op-ed that we did uh, in the Wall Street Journal a couple weeks ago. Right now, I want to respond to this because here's my problem. The Democrats are literally taking on Donald Trump, but yet at the end of the day, they're not really going to push and prosecute. They say they're not going to go after Donald now. All these yeah, accusations. They know they a don't have a years. case. That's right. But then the opposite's true, though. What about these people on this committee that got caught lying? They said, oh, we had an inadvertent error. Uh, they've lied and we've caught them lying on multiple occasions. They don't go into all the occasions uh, in this interview. But they're highlight. what about that criminal activity? How come there's no prosecution the other direction? And the answer is, as far as I can tell, Sheriff, deep state. They all want to protect each other at the top. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it is a tremendous example of the deep, deep state. Uh, uh, it's, it's just coming out now where it's on the surface. It's not as deep. Uh, it used to be that they were trying to hide this stuff, as we mentioned earlier. But they've been caught, uh, and you're absolutely correct. Uh, when they get caught, it's, oh, man, we really, oh, gosh, we, yeah, I didn't understand the question. or you know it, And they knew all this stuff, and they had it ready. This thing, as you said, it's been choreographed by this uh, ABC producer and director, uh, and which is astonishing because Bill Clinton did the same thing he, in, in his campaign and in all his stuff. He, he hired uh, Hollywood uh, elites uh, to make sure that his choreography was fine. This this whole thing, what a sham! And and uh, you, you know, I I really want to know who the thirty three percent of the people are. Are you that idiotic? Or are you just that un-American? Are you that stupid? That uh, or are you just no matter what, you're a, a a Democrat, liberal, leftist apologist, and you're not going to change your mind no matter if you see these guys, if you see Democrats committing murder uh, on video. Uh, you're still going to vote for the, each one of them. And that, and I guess besides voter fraud, that's how people like Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi uh, and, and Liz Cheney have, have stayed in. And Liz Cheney could stay in Congress, but she got crossways with the president and she couldn't, she couldn't take it back and she can't take it back now. Uh, and it's, uh, right. it's now, really it, it pathetic, me- the whole show. It seems to me, though, that Jim Jordan, now oftentimes we want to criticize the media because they're unfair to the Republicans or whatever else. Look, in this case, she gave Jordan an opportunity to really stand up nobly, boldly. In my opinion, Jordan dropped the ball here. She said, hey, if this committee is illegitimate, like you say, do they have authority? Are their subpoenas legal and legitimate or whatever else? He literally sidestepped her question and said, oh, we're going to investigate if you put us in office. Hold on now. Liberty Roundtable Live with Sheriff Richard Mack. 
As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Calling all patriots, come meet a modern-day hero, Tom Jones, on day 68 of his 76 marathons in 76 days on behalf of the American Village West. We'll be at Liberty Hall on Friday evening, June 24th, from 5 to 7 p.m. There will be free food and drinks, so bring your family and friends to celebrate Tom's amazing achievement. Who is Tom Jones? Loving Liberty's Sam Bushman interviewed him on day one in Alabama just moments before he began his first marathon. Get to know Tom at unitedwepledge.org v2v. In Message 1, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8:44, gave the left evil, spiritual power the more they used the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him, the beast, his power. Revelation 13, 2. The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note 2. Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present-day, end-time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the Kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the New Jerusalem, Revelation 21. All right, back with you live. It's Sheriff Richard Mack, CSPOA.org, and Sam Bushman on your radio. Ladies and gentlemen, so I'm saying Jim Jordan dropped the ball big time. The host, Maria, gave him an opportunity to really lay this out. If the Democrats lied, uh, altered evidence, and we know on multiple occasions they did, how come no one's going after them? First of all, nothing except for complaints that, oh, they're the bad guys, and they're choreographing uh, a hit piece via primetime television on, on us, the other side. But... There's no accountability. So she says, hey, are these subpoenas legitimate? Are they legal? He avoids the question completely and says, well, golly, if you elect us in November, we'll, we'll look into this thing. We're going to investigate. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. No. Now, I appreciate that. <laughs> but wait a minute. Wait a minute now. You know what? Donald said, Donald said he was going to lock her up. And then when he got in office, he said, why would I lock up my buddy Hillary? Okay, now the same thing's true here. Jim's going, why would I really go after my friends for real? I mean, this is a political show here. That's what I mean by it's the deep state. Look, if they really lied and manipulated a text message as they claim, that is a criminal offense because that's what's being used to literally put people in jail right now. Due process for those who are in jail and a speedy trial have been jettisoned. Uh, this idea that we're going to go after select people, blame it on Donald with zero evidence, and then not prosecute Donald with anything. We're going to impeach President Trump, and part of the impeachment is going to be the lie that somehow somebody beat up a cop with a fire extinguisher or whatever it was, and it turned out that was an absolute lie. But that was part of the impeachment testimony, Sheriff. So, look, why aren't they going after these criminals who are literally lying and faking evidence and manipulating evidence? And Why is this just a pony show on both sides? Well, I know. Uh, I agree because uh, it's it's been what I've called uh, all-star wrestling match. 
and each side has to play their part and each side has their own choreography, even though maybe they didn't hire the Republicans have not hired an, any, an ABC director, ABC director, like they, like the Democrats did, but uh, it's still, they, they have rules and they're only going to go so far. So the American people don't see what a farce both sides are. And, and I will, I, I've got to say this though, this is living proof of how absolutely petrified the Democrats are that Trump could ever get in office again. And the reason being is because he did the ultimate sin. He committed the ultimate sin against the Democrats. He violated the rules that you can only go so far in making us look bad. And Trump was was fair and uh, put America first in the things that he did, like energy and foreign policy and with NATO and with China and with Russia. He, did, he didn't act like— And with pro-life uh, and a, with the border. Stupid, and you're right. Right. Of course, on all of it. And so uh, the economy especially, uh, he showed what you can do if you put principles of liberty in there and you get government off the back of the people and you let people— do their own thing and let them enjoy the fruits of their labor and put them in charge of their property and their businesses and let the pizza, the, the, the pizza pie, the size of the pie, let that get bigger and bigger and bigger. And each year it did exactly that. And, and the American people prospered and uh, the, the oil companies prospered. Hey, if the oil companies go out of business, great. But it never can be that the government forced them out. It has to be the market. Take care of it. The market, the free markets will take care of that on their own. And so they don't want Trump. They are scared to death, petrified that Trump could get back in there and show show them up again. And, and he doesn't go by the rules like Jim Jordan still kept the rules that he's not going to go too far in, in letting everybody know how dishonest the Democrats are. And, and usually the Democrats don't need anybody's help to show how dishonest they are. Well, there's right. just the so far Jim Jordan can go on that. The interview continues. I don't think Donald went far enough either. We'll get into that in a minute. But here's the interview. To make my point, he doesn't really, it always is far enough to be, you know, you can complain about criminals, but you can never prosecute and really arrest criminals. That's the problem that we're having here uh, and Americans are starting to see that reality check, too. The interview continues. Listen to this. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because one of the questions that you have brought up, Kevin McCarthy has brought up on this program just last week, is why was the Capitol so vulnerable in the first place? Who knew what that violence was going to happen? And why weren't the frontline cops aware of that? What have we learned in terms of that? Why? Why this was allowed well, to happen, a breach of yeah, the Capitol? We didn't learn any. Yeah, Maria, you're right. Good question. We didn't learn anything about the answer to that question from the hearing the other night. Uh, and only one person can really answer that question. That's the Speaker of the House. And guess what? The chairman of this committee, Benny Thompson, has said she's off limits. He's not going to ask her anything. He's not going to call her. He's not going to. They're not going to depose her. But she's the one who was offered the National Guard from the White House. We know that we've had countless people tell us that President Trump said, if you need National Guard there that day, they're available. She didn't take him up on that offer because According to correspondence, according to testimony that we had received uh, and media reports, I should say, the sergeant at arms says that the speaker's office didn't like the optics of that. And you know why they didn't like the optics? 
because you can never forget the context here. In the summer of 2020, they called rioters and looters peaceful protesters all summer long. And so with that as the backdrop and that as the framework, it's kind of tough then on January 6th to say, you know what, we want more law enforcement. We want the National Guard there to protect the Capitol. I think that's the reason they didn't do it, because of their position on defunding the police and the position they took uh, during the summer of 2020. But she should be asked that question. That's something that when if the American people put us in charge, we will get to the bottom of and we'll get an answer to. All right. Again, we're not talking about prosecuting criminals. They're gunning for elections, Sheriff. Hey, you know what? This was really bad. It's a horrible look. Only one person can answer the question. We can't get anything done. We don't have any authority. We don't, you know what? But if you elect us, we'll get it done. Well, then Maria asks the quintessential question. And again, he drops the ball. Yeah, I think you make an important point because Chuck Schumer was out and about taunting extremists in 2020 uh, about Brett Kavanaugh and the Supreme Court. We know that this past week, a murder attempt was made on Justice Brett Kavanaugh's life. Uh, we also know that there was legislation that passed in the Senate two months ago to protect justices uh, and, and give them security. But here's Nancy Pelosi when she was asked about that uh, legislation and why it has not come to the floor in the House. Watch. An armed man showed up near Justice Kavanaugh's house. There will be a bill, but nobody is in danger over the weekend because uh, of our not having a bill. Um, what happened with that bill? Maria, Maria they're... they're uh... Their effort to intimidate the United States Supreme Court is so intense that they won't even pass this legislation, legislation that passed the Senate unanimously. So think about that. Bernie Sanders supported that legislation. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren supported that legislation. Every Democrat supported that legislation, and they won't bring it up in light of the fact now that we had an assassination attempt on the sitting justice, a sitting justice of the United States Supreme Court. That is unbelievable that she said, oh, no, not to worry over the week. I mean, that's crazy. So I, I, we were all for this. Leader McCarthy talked about this on, on the floor last week before we left town. Why not bring it up? We were willing to bring it up. Unanimous consent. Just let this thing pass. But Nancy Pelosi held this up just like she's holding up any investigation into why the Capitol wasn't prepared, why it wasn't in a, in a proper security posture that was needed on January 6th. So, so the question becomes, should you get the majority in November, will you depose Nancy Pelosi? The ultimate question was just asked. Here's his answer. Well, we'll, we'll see. We're, well, one thing we're committed to do is the investigations that need to be done so that the American people get the truth, and we will do it in a way that is consistent with the United States Constitution. That's what we're focused on, and there are lots of investigations <clears throat> excuse me, that need to happen, uh, Maria. We need to look at why were thousands of Americans' tax returns made public, the Ways and Means Committee should look at that. The Judiciary Committee has to look into this, to the border situation, the idea that we no longer have a border. We need to look into yeah. the DOJ targeting moms and dads who show up at school board meetings. We need to look at the uh, Oversight Committee needs to examine the, uh, the, the, the whole origin, all the, all the misinformation we got from Dr. Fauci yeah. over the last year and a half. So there's lots of investigations that need to happen we are committed to doing that, but doing it in a way that's consistent with the Constitution. Now, Sheriff, I don't mean to be rude, but he wouldn't even commit to even <laughs> depose Nancy. Now, they're literally issuing subpoenas to Republicans where Republicans are saying, I'm not going to uh, subject myself to this witch hunt 
uh, this unfair uh, investigation because it's not a real investigation. It's it's an attack. It's we're not even going to subject ourselves to this. But when the tables are turned, he's not even committing that he's going to depose Nancy, even though he says, look, Nancy is the one that stopped greater security at the Capitol. But then why do we not have the security at the Capitol? Well, only Nancy knows. Well, are you going to depose Nancy? Well, we'll see. I don't know. We'll think about it. We're going to do what's right for the people, though. I promise, just elect us, and we'll follow the Constitution. When we come back, Sheriff Mack responds. I'm telling you right now, in my opinion, that this interview is more telling about the Republican deep state than the hearings show about the Democrat deep state. This is shocking, ladies and gentlemen. You'll have no prayer to get to the bottom of anything with these clowns in charge. Liberty Roundtable, live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. The stock market sell-off deepened Monday with the Standard & Poor's 500 entering a bear market. Faced with rising chances of a Federal Reserve rate hike, investors broadly unloaded risk. The Standard & Poor's 500 fell 3.9% as 495 of its 500 components ended the day lower. The declines left the United States benchmark down more than 20% from its January record. More than 125 million Americans were under heat warnings and advisories overnight as a dangerous heat wave that began in the southwest heads into central and southern United States. The National Weather Service is warning that a dangerous combination of heat and humidity will affect the majority of the lower 48 states before the week is over. And there's a few signs the heat will not go away as the first official day of summer is in one week. It is Flag Day in the United States. USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one. 1-800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities, you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. SpaceX cleared a key hurdle Monday for its plan to launch a gigantic spacecraft into orbit from Texas. The Federal Aviation Administration concluded an environmental review of the Starship base and saw no significant environmental concerns. Starship is the most powerful rocket ever built and is meant to carry people to the moon and Mars. Amazon is accusing union organizers of threatening employees. Now union acceptance at one Amazon location is in jeopardy. A hearing is underway that will decide whether or not a historic win against Amazon will stand or whether the union election will be redone. In April, the Amazon labor union were successful in organizing a warehouse on Staten Island weeks after the election to retail giant 
filed 25 objections to the election, accusing union organizers of harassing and threatening employees who weren't supporting the union, among other charges. The hearing is expected to last several days and is being live-streamed on Zoom. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. USA Radio News. All right, Sheriff Mack, so the setup is Jim Jordan, when blatantly asked by the mainstream press, are you going to depose Nancy Pelosi? Right after he claims that Nancy Pelosi literally rejected protection of the Capitol, and she's the only one that knows the answers of why they did that. And then they say, hey, are you going to depose her? And he's like, nah, we'll, we'll look into that. But, you know, you just got to elect us because we got a lot of things to investigate. In fact, we're going to investigate everybody. But they're not going to criminally prosecute anybody. They're not going to get anything done. This is flat-out Republican, you know, so vague. We'll promise the world and never deliver on anything. This is deep state at the highest order. I maintain this is greater display of the deep state on the Republican side via this interview. He agreed to do nothing. Nothing. Yeah, They're that's, criminals, that's, but we'll do nothing, Sheriff. That's that's the all-star wrestling match. Uh, and And even the Democrats and Republicans... As much as they pretend to hate each other, they will not violate the ultimate rules and exposing uh, their political nature in all of this. And uh, I, I will throw you down and act like uh, I'm really mad at you, and then you'll act like you're, you're hurt, uh, and then you'll get back up and do the same to me, and the American people will be fooled once again that we're doing everything we can. We're going to look into this. We're going to see what happens. That's another thing he said. We'll see what happens. And, We're going to uh, lock up no Hillary. No, yeah, no way. No, that's... <laughs> that's... All right, now it gets, it gets even more interesting. Listen to her. So who is responsible for all of these failed policies? Liz Peake wrote a fantastic op-ed in foxnews.com uh, the other day saying that, look, it's not all Joe Biden's fault here. His cabinet is inept. Let's take a look at the cabinet, and I want to know from you, who's going to be left holding the ball? Is Janet Yellen going to continue in her job, even though she told us for a year that inflation was transitory? You've got Alejandra Mayorkas running a wide-open border. You've got Jennifer Granholm not even understanding how much oil is needed. Uh, Anthony yeah. Blinken overseeing, and Lloyd Austin overseeing the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan. I mean, it goes on and on. Who's responsible for these failed policies? Janet Yellen in the uh, in the Treasury Secretary, yeah. told us that inflation was transitory. Pete Buttigieg was missing in action when we had a massive supply chain crisis going on. Merrick Garland, uh, he's not investing anything that is clearly uh, issues in plain sight, criminality uh, with with uh, regard to uh, policies. So who is responsible, Congressman? They're all, they're all responsible, and I think the American people are fixing to make a change come November. Uh, you can just feel that happening, but you're right. I mean, Mayorkas said the border's secure. Oh, my oh my goodness. Janet Yellen said she's surprised at inflation. How can you be surprised at inflation when you spend like crazy, pay people not to work, and drive up the, uh, the cost of energy? I mean, it makes no sense. Of course, Granholm has no idea what kind of energy policy we need. We had a good energy policy under President Trump, and you can look at every single policy area it has went from being being good under President Trump to being terrible under these guys. We went from a secure border to chaos. We went from energy independence to the president begging Iran, OPEC, and Venezuela to increase production. We went from safe streets to record levels of crime in every major urban area. And we went from stable prices yeah. to a 41-year high inflation rate. And I haven't even got into foreign policy 
or the attacks on our First Amendment, and of course last week the attacks on our Second Amendment rights. So uh, th th yeah. th there's a reason, Maria, more than seven out of ten of our fellow citizens think the country is on the wrong track. It's, it, they yeah. think that because it's true. They understand this great country is in a terrible situation because of Joe Biden and their policies, and it's being done to us all intentionally. And that's why I think there is, again, a big change coming in this year's midterm elections. Oh my God. Right now, he just yeah. turned criminal activity into a bunch of complaints about policy failures. They're inept. Right. They didn't really mean to. They're just clueless. Da 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 da. da. But we've now turned criminal activity blatant in your face. Are you going to depose people to? You know what? There's so many problems with America, and they're all Joe's fault. Now, didn't most of the stimulus happen under the Donald? Didn't the vaccine fast track or whatever you want to call it, Operation Warp Speed, forced vaccinations happen under the Donald? Uh, you know what? Donald Trump uh, has done a lot of good. But there's a lot of trouble on his watch, too. We cannot avoid that and pretend it doesn't exist. Look, most of the handouts were under Donald, right? Well, uh, he didn't do forced vaccinations. He always called them guidelines. But the, he went from uh, taking hydroxychloroquine in front of all Americas, all Americans, uh, and from that to telling people they should get vaxxed. So, you know, which one is it? And uh, if hydroxychloroquine, as he said, was working for for him, then that's what they should have been pushing. Uh, the yeah, original he the vaccine, though, of course he did, uh, and and it was all uh, politics, just Hold like on. you're hearing from Jim Jordan. Hold on, and we're learning while he fast tracked those vaccinations. Uh, Fauci was literally forcing things on everybody. Obviously, the courts stopped it to a great degree. Joe Biden yeah. just jumped in and carried it forward. But look. We know now, because they've been forced to release 55,000 pages a month, even though the, the government didn't want to release this, the courts forced them to. And we're finding out that, hey, there's all kinds of evidence of literally hundreds of lethal side effects, hundreds of side effects that create spike protein in your body. This is dangerous. People are dying because of the vaccines. Every time we were told to shut up, it wasn't true. But now we find out it's factual as could be, and it's all on the Donald's watch, every bit of it. Yeah. And, and but your your absolute your point of uh, subterfuge on both sides, uh, you know, they'll they'll only go so far and they have to keep the rules. And that's what Jim Jordan is is doing. He's keeping the rules. You can only go so far. And, and that's even what Donald Trump has done, though. Hey, he is. He hasn't locked up a is. single person, has he? Well, n nothing that matters, that's for sure. He could have gone after uh, the Barack Obama birth certificate like he promised that was forgery fraudulent. He could have gone after Hillary. Now we have evidence after he's out of office uh, yeah, that, you know what, Hillary literally ordered the fake dossier costing the taxpayers to investigate $30 million, knowing that it was full fraud from the get-go. Hillary funded right. it, promoted it, acknowledged it. Okay, she got caught in that, but no one's talking about prosecuting her at all. Zero. Zilch. No, and they won't. And, and uh, you know, they, they, again, they'll only go so far. And w what I find completely uh, pathetic, and I have nothing but disdain for this ridiculous answer from Jim Jordan, supposed to be this stalwart Republican constitutional guy. You know, he says, well, we'll do it according to the Constitution. And then when he's when he's asked, he said, uh, the midterms will save America because we're going to get the Republicans back into office. 
I find that so pathetic and so political uh, and so disingenuous, and maybe that's a nice word to say, completely dishonest. It, well, it's and that's, just and that's the reality here. And that's the problem. The interview tells me much. So listen to the rest of this. By the way, we're going to speak with Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North coming up in the program. But I just should point out some news that happened this weekend because the defense minister of China pretty much smacked down Lloyd Austin uh, and saying, uh, well, who is the mastermind behind the war in Ukraine? Who stands to gain the most? Who's adding fuel to the fire? He asked. And then in a very stunning comment about Taiwan, uh, he basically warned the United States not to get involved in anything about Taiwan, saying that that is a path to death. So we'll hear more about Lloyd Austin's meeting with the Chinese uh, defense minister coming up this week. But it doesn't appear that uh, the CCP is backing down from America anytime soon, Congressman. Yeah, again, this well, this goes back, and we've talked about this before. When when you project weakness from the Oval Office, which is exactly what is happening now, you get bad things happening. I remember a few months ago, uh, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was on was on uh, a show, and he was asked the question. He said, "Would these things have happened uh, well, when President Trump was in the White House?" And I thought Mike gave a great answer. He said, "Well, the short answer is I don't know." But I do know this, they didn't happen when he was in the White House. And that speaks yeah. volumes, that says it all. That's the difference between strength as the Commander-in-Chief and President of the United States and, frankly, the unfortunate situation uh, we have now. All right, Congressman, it's good to see you. I wanted to get into your letter to Dr. Uh so there, there you have it. I look at that and I say, wow, now we're not even going to really take action on China. All we're going to do is say Joe failed with China uh, and, and Donald did great with China. The and the summary situation. is, the summary is, we got to have Donald back, and you know what? We're going to get Donald back, and as soon as we do, we're going to lock her up. We're going to take care of business, but it's all a big, outright, in-your-face lie. Now, do you think Donald will run in twenty twenty-four? Oh gosh, yes. That's all he's doing. Of course he is. I don't, I don't think he will. Oh yeah. That. What do you think all this is about? Why is Trump what it's all doing about. all this? No, Trump is running. Absolutely. I don't really know what I don't really know what Trump is doing, and I'll tell you why. Lock Hillary up, then oh, I'm not going to lock her up. Hey, we're going to get to the bottom of the forged birth certificate. Now I have information, inside information, that they got all of Michael Zillow and Joe Arpaio's information to Donald Trump. He reviewed it, said he was going to do something about it, and then decided not to. Right, of course. All right, so but, we're not going to do anything about we're not going to do anything no. about Barack Obama's forgery. We're not going to do anything about Hillary's literally attack on a candidate and then attack on the president of the United States. We're not going to do anything with that. Uh, and now you got to wonder if he runs in 2024, what's the value of that? We'll talk about it in seconds on your radio. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. 
My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, so Sheriff Mack with me. I'm not here to attack Donald Trump, but I am here to set the record straight about the deep state against the rest of us. Donald, uh, sadly, has become part of the deep state, whether intentionally or not, don't know. But here's what I do know. He promised to lock up Hillary on the campaign trail, not even a thought of it once he got in office. He promised to get to the bottom of the birth certificate for, uh, for Barack Obama. Both of these are absolutely arrestable offenses. If that birth certificate was forged, who forged it? And if, if uh, it was forged, um, Barack knew and did nothing. So he becomes an accomplice to the crime. Now you got Hillary literally, literally attacking a candidate and the president of the United States with a dishonest, fake-funded dossier. Um, the Capitol people... Uh, who got pushed into the Capitol. Most of them were peaceful. Uh, they're all criminals and in jail now, but yet Hillary runs free. And Hillary created a greater coup on the country than anybody in any January 6th event. But, of course, we're not really going to talk about that. Now Donald Trump is talking vote fraud, election fraud. But now that the 2,000 mules stuff has come out, where's Mike Lindell and the Donald to be front, star, center, to get to the bottom of vote and election fraud? The answer is they're MIA, sir. Yeah, they well, I don't know if Mike Lindell is so much, but I know Trump is still trying to be political. That's why he's running. Yeah, I'd like uh, to get Mike Lindell to come to our press conference with us to highlight this and put it front and center, but I can't even get that done. Can you? Yeah, I would I I I'm still uh, in fact I just started working on that yesterday to try to get Lindell and and uh, some of the people there from Brighty on TV. Um but you know that that's just beginning, and uh, I you know I hope we can make it happen. Uh, I and I think some big people are going to, to attend. Uh, so, you know you know that remains to be seen, but we're still working on that. We've got four weeks uh, to go on that, and uh, we really are getting a good response on uh, on some of this though. But most of it's coming from the American people. They want something done, and you know. It's going back to Richard Nixon when he had committed uh, so many different crimes on the cover-up of Watergate. 
and he may have even had something to do with Watergate. That uh, that was never known. G. Gordon Liddy told me that Nixon had nothing to do with it. Uh, but Nixon's big mistake was his personality and his his uh, bipolar uh, personality, and and uh, it was everything. Everything is protect the president, protect uh, your image, uh, and they don't give a hoot about the truth or who should be prosecuted. Uh, and Nixon gets pardoned, of course, by Ford, and uh, Ford never got really forgiven by that, and that's how he. He was voted out, uh, the only president never to be elected uh, to office. Uh, and and then we got Carter. Uh, oh, my goodness. And and so now we have Carter to the 10th power in there not right now. But these politicians, once they, they get into office, uh, it, just like Trump, oh, yeah, I'm going to leave Hillary alone. She's lost. Her political career's over. And then you see all these crimes that literally she did commit. And, it, and until, to your point, and until politicians pay for the crimes they commit, these things are going to continue. And and Trump is playing in, in that realm. He's playing in that game. And that, is, that game is owned by the deep state. And sooner or later, he's going to have to make a decision. Am I going to drain the swamp or am I going to continue to flirt with the swamp? And, and uh, his his flirtation with the, the swamp, I believe, was part of his demise because he had a swamp dweller that came in and backstabbed him entirely, and that was uh, Attorney General Barr. And he's still backstabbing him today. Uh, and Barr told the biggest lie. He said there was no voter fraud uh, sufficient to change the election. Well, he was lying then because he committed – he actually performed no investigation into Donald Trump's claims that there was voter fraud. You can't come out and tell the American people there was no voter fraud sufficient to change the election if you never committed any kind of investigation, and he didn't. And, and so th- this this whole this whole thing is just again a political sham, uh, and Donald Trump won't violate the ultimate rules in that political sham. If you're going to get to the to the swamp and drain the swamp and get to the bottom of the deep state, which he said he would, uh, then you you have to quit playing their game. Well, and, and you also have to come to the table, though, <clears throat> when the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association literally calls for nationwide, county-by-county investigations into vote fraud and election fraud, and when you have multiple sheriffs already in the middle of investigations and those investigations are being stymied by the deep state at all levels and they're mocking sheriffs and mocking the authority of sheriffs and even the Texas attorney general and you don't come to the table to back them and get involved and help them with finances or whatever you need to do if you're President Trump right now, you kind of go, what on earth is going on? And I'm not here to attack Trump, but I'm here to say, hey, if there's just a disconnect and somehow we can't get a hold of you, but we could work together. Let's make that happen. Otherwise, I'm kind of going, why are these guys missing in action? I'll tell you who else is missing in action. All the members of Congress. I'm told that about 150 members of Congress and senators still believe there was election uh, mishap at the least, vote mishap, uh, possibly fraud. Now, if that's true, how did we let the riots on January 6th, the insurrections, derail this? Now, even if you agree that there were bad actors, 
whether they're government, whether they're Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, who knows, who cares for this moment. Now, I do believe we know the answers to those questions, but I'm setting that aside for a second for the point that I'm making. Even if you say that was bad, and even if you say we had to put off uh, the looking into this for a couple of days and, and, and get our safety in place and security in place and all that kind of stuff, even if you buy that, how come Congress never did what everybody went to the Capitol for them to do? which is look into elections. They never even did that. They used this as an excuse to sidestep. They never did that. And that was primarily, what, you had Senate control still, right? How come we never really looked at this thing at all? We just sidestepped it and went, golly, there was bad guys, and I was fearing for my life, and now, we're, so Congress has never looked at this, the courts have never looked at this, but they're running around saying there's no vote fraud, but now we're getting arrests in Arizona, Sheriff. What are the arrests for? Answer, vote fraud. So they can say it's not wide scale. They can say whatever they want to, but the evidence is coming to light. Congress never even looked at this. Never. Yeah, and and so, Sam, I think the greatest fear there with Jim Jordan and any other politician, once they start going for the throat, in other words, once they start going after arrests and prosecutions, then they know all bets are off and then both sides will be doing that uh and they know that every single one of them are subject to arrest for one failure or another and the the one is that they probably would be the most scared of and that is did you keep your oath in other words you committed perjury you have not followed the constitution which also leads into another charge and that's treason if you purposely do not follow the Constitution, you are committing an act of treason against America. And and that's a legitimate uh, argument, uh, and that's something they never want to go there. They never want to go there. And they're, well, so they're afraid of a criminal arrest war between the two, and neither one of that. them wants that. I agree with that, but until we get there— We'll never solve the vote fraud problem or the election fraud problem. If we don't eventually get there, we will never stop the criminal activity that is literally, I mean, they literally attack Donald Trump as a candidate and as president. The greatest coup in America, in my opinion, in modern history ever. It was. If we're not going to go there, then there's nothing we can touch. The criminals will just run the asylum. There's a two-tier system. There's you and I that will go to prison for blinking wrong. And then there's them that will never go to prison for any reason under the sun whatsoever. Is that how we're going to let America roll? I hope not, but it's been rolling that way for some time, uh, uh, for a that. long time. You know, and Agreed. you know what? Wh- what are they going to do? Uh, you know, Mike Lee running for re-election right now just released a new book. When has he ever come out against the crimes of the IRS? When? When did he help not put innocent Amish farmers in prison? The federal government putting innocent uh, farmers, in, innocent Amish farmers in prison. Now we have Amos Miller in Pennsylvania uh, being attacked by the USDA and the FDA. Uh, and he's looking at half a million dollars, complete destruction of his farm and lifestyle, and uh, going to prison because, because he butchers hogs without their permission. And and so that kind of criminal activity on the part 
of the federal government and nobody's checking. There is no check and balance from senators as as constitutional as someone like Mike Lee is. Uh, and he comes across very humble. Uh, he's part of the problem just as the rest of them. If someone as stalwart uh, and and uh, dedicated to Americanism as one Mike Lee is, and he still goes along with the corrupt politics, you know we're in trouble. But he he All is. Right. He, I would look him in the eye. I will look him in the face and tell him he's just another corrupt Republican in Washington. All right. Now check this out, though. I'm convinced you might have a Romney. Pence or Pence Romney ticket for 2024. I don't know that Biden or Donald will run. I don't know, Phil. I don't. Uh, well, it uh, came out as a headline this morning that uh, the White House uh, press secretary, who's absolutely horrible, she reads everything. Every answer she has is already taken care of, uh, and she reads it all. She's reading everything. You could you could have. Uh, Donald Duck up there reading everything, but uh, she, she's absolutely horrible, and 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 th- this whole thing is such a sham. But no, I, you know I don't know I don't know, but I I believe if you really look You'll, at you'd the, vote for Romney for twenty four, wouldn't you? <laughs> or will you vote for Donald? Sam, I've already repented, and I told you I will. Will you never vote for Donald? I'm just teasing. Um, Will you vote for Donald Trump? No, no, I think that's very likely because if there's no one else, if it, you know, if if I have to vote uh, for Donald, like if it's him and Biden or him and Harris, I absolutely will vote for Biden. Uh, for <laughs> I absolutely will vote for Trump. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I will not vote for Donald Trump because there's too many fundamental things that he could have uh, accomplished or got done that he hasn't. And I appreciate that they drummed him out of office and literally ran him out on a rail. That's what the Democrats did. Uh, But he had the opportunity to literally lead the way to put people in prison and start this domino. It's the the Democrats' hate of of him that makes me want to vote for him again. Yeah, but but he didn't get it done when he had the opportunities. We know we don't know about the birth certificate. Barack could be in jail right now. We could have put Hillary in jail right now. We couldn't let them know we mean business, but we didn't. We just simply babbled at the brook and then got ran out on a rail. That's all. All right, hour one of the Cantu coming up. TV joins us with the Sheriff Mac show in seconds. God save the Republic of the United States of America. takes center stage gun control takes center stage and we're here to talk about it on the sheriff mac show satellite phones have been wiped out globally because of the supply chain collapse and war in europe but a truly amazing new option has emerged the bivy stick which allows you to send and receive text messages using almost any mobile device without relying on cell towers at all In a world where war, riots, or a power grid failure can happen literally at any time, the Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones, to send emergency messages, or request a rescue. 
And to use this device, you do not have to register your name and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. The battery life is several days in duration and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bivy sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat123.com. for your support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals. Mike Adams of NaturalNews.com says, 2020 has shown us that we must prepare for the unexpected. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your fiscal security during the coming financial pandemic. Shipments of real gold and silver are delivered safely, discreetly, and securely right to your door. You can also hold precious metals in your IRA. This allows you to protect your retirement savings with the ultimate safe haven, assets of gold and silver. Your metals are held in the form of physical coins and bars in a private depository under your name and on your behalf. Simply visit brighteonmetals.com today. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your financial security. Shouldn't you at least look into it? Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals, in business since 1976. Visit brighteonmetals.com today. The Kelly Key easily converts. All right, hard-hitting information via Brighteon TV, Brighteon Radio, The Sheriff Max Show, and Liberty Roundtable Live. We come together for hard-hitting talk and truths galore. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. Before we uh, bring Richard Mack on, I just want to say that Richard Mack is going to be traveling to Texas uh, here this week for some incredible training. I'm telling you right now, Texas, like no other state, is on fire. Their sheriffs are understanding their oaths of office. They're sick of the issues on the border. They're gathering together and saying, look, we've got to do something to protect the citizenry. We need to learn about due process, learn about our oaths of office, learn about the proper role of a constitutional sheriff. And Sheriff Mack is the man that fits the bill. It's incredible. And thanks to your support, your donations, your involvement, your membership at CSPOA.org, we're able to dig into that big time along with our investigations uh, into vote fraud that are starting to happen uh, by friendly constitutional sheriffs that want nothing but the truth. Let the chips fall where they may. So join CSPOA.org and welcome back, Sheriff Mack. Thanks so much, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. Thanks for being here. All right, everybody. We'll go ahead and get Sheriff Mack back here in just a minute. Hey, um, in the I'm meantime, here. There's, there's so much to talk about. We had two sheriffs set up for the show today. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Welcome. Oh, good. Yeah, I said, man, thanks for having me and welcome, everybody, this beautiful Tuesday morning. 
And man, do we have a barn burner show for you today, Sam Bushman. Man. <laughs> you got that right. Let's kick it off with the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered, quote, sir. Right from my little booklet called Supreme Court Case for State Sovereignty. And man, the quote I have is all about state sovereignty. Listen to this. A healthy balance of power between the states and the federal government will reduce the risk of tyranny and abuse from either front. Man, are you kidding me? The United (laughs) States Supreme Court made that ruling June 27, 1997. We're coming up on the 25th anniversary of this most amazing and miraculous 10th Amendment decision in the history of America. A healthy balance of power between the states and the federal government will reduce the risk of tyranny and abuse from either front. Man, may God bless Justice Scalia for writing that wonderful Amazing, miraculous decision. Yes, indeed. So what do we have? Literally less than two weeks. We got 13 days. So it'll be, what, two weeks from yesterday will be the, um, what, 25th anniversary? Is that what it is? Yes, 25 years. The miracle happened. And and let's let's make this really clear. Folks, I don't know why... You're not ordering these and getting these in your home. Uh, these are – this booklet should be read uh, by every American, by every high school student, every junior high student. Everyone in America should have the, several of these books inside your home. This is truly miraculous. All of these available at CSPOA.org. Just go to shop. And, and get that great booklet. It, it is absolutely astonishing. That is a highlighted version of all the important parts, the most vital parts of this amazing, miraculous decision. Uh, you should the have greatest it. 10th Amendment decision ever rendered in America that should be used right now, ladies and gentlemen. And really what yeah. Anthony Scalia said is, hey, the Fed will keep a check on the states. The states will keep a check on the feds. The dual sovereignty is the reality. Uh, and the problem is we're just not having the American people insist on the checks and balances, Sheriff. That's the real problem in America today. Americans have got to insist on these checks and balances. They've got to insist on the proper role of government. And when it's not happening, if the people don't stand up and make it happen, nobody else will, Sheriff. Yeah, absolutely true, Sam. And I have another document here in my hand, and I'm showing it on the screen. And it's a press release from the Yuma County Sheriff in uh, southwest Arizona and it's Yuma County Yuma County the title Yuma County voting fraud <laughs> are you kidding you mean there's vote fraud somewhere and the Yuma County Sheriff's Office and the Yuma County Recorder's Office YCRO are working together to actively examine cases of voting fraud from the 2020 general election and now a recent a, a recent pattern of fraudulent voter registration forms leading up to the 2022 primary election. So uh, right now he's talking about how he has 16 uh, search warrants and they have already arrested three people, uh, a 
Mrs. Fuentes and a Mrs. Torres, uh, who have already been arrested, who are taking plea bargains because they're supposedly going to turn state's witness and uh, go much higher uh, with this investigation. Sheriff Leon Wilma of Yuma County is already investigating voter fraud. Maybe you should show this. Somebody should take this to the sham uh, or, or the party that the Democrats are having with Liz Cheney uh, as they go through the January 6th, uh, quote, insurrection. Uh, and uh, because they keep saying that Donald Trump uh, fabricated uh, these charges of election fraud. Here you go, folks. Here's an official investigation going on in Yuma County, Arizona. And it's not the only one. And we must apologize uh, for uh, Sheriff Christopher Smaling, who was going to be on with us right now at this very moment. But uh, they, they have a loved one who is on uh, their deathbed. And Sheriff Smaling's family has been called to her side. And he took the time to uh, text me and Tanya this morning to let us know that he would not be able to make the show. And so uh, fate just keeps uh, him off our show. If you'll recall, Sam, uh, and the rest of our viewers here and, and our uh, wonderful Brighteon supporters here, uh, he, he was the one who initiated investigation and voter fraud that occurred at nursing homes in Racine County, uh, Wisconsin. He concluded the investigation very professionally, very well done, and turned it over to his county attorney and to the attorney general of the state of Wisconsin. And that's where it died. Uh, and I don't know if both of those people are re uh, Republicans or Democrats. It sounds like Democrats, but it could be Republicans too, because many of them have refused to acknowledge any voter fraud, and if they followed up with prosecutions or followed up with more investigations, they would be acknowledging something that they have denied all along, and that is that there were no cases of voter fraud uh, in Wisconsin, and it was the most secure and honest election in the history of America. So, Sam, I have a question. Uh, on yes, 2000 Mules... It shows, it quotes uh, President Biden saying that they, we have in place the most secure organization, a, a, the best organization in the history of America. Uh, and I think he was trying to say to counter uh, voter fraud. But he said, we have a great organization uh, <laughs> of election fraud. Uh, and, and he never explained what that was. Who was the person, who was the czar over that? Who were the people in charge? What kind of uh, organization did he have to prevent or promote voter fraud? He never said if it was to prevent or promote. I, you have to imagine, though, you, or assume that he meant that it was to prevent voter fraud. Okay, what happened? What did they do? Uh, no reporter has ever asked him that. I don't even think uh, Ducey from... Fox News has asked him uh, the press conference that he he asked the powerful question. What was that, President Biden? Why didn't anybody ask him what he what in the hell he was talking about? 
Was it to prevent voter fraud? Well, the okay. Republicans aren't going to ask yeah. that question. The deep state isn't going to get there, sir. No, no, of course not. Uh, but that would be an easy one, you would think. That would, you know. But regardless, who am I to question the president of the United States if he says uh, they're doing that? But I would still like to know what was in place. Who was the czar over that? But the the reality is there was no one, and voter fraud was ubiquitous uh, to, in 2020, and it has been uh, very prevalent in every election before then, I would say for the last, what, 60, 70, 80, 100 years. Uh, it's been there for a long time. And, and so stuffing ballot boxes is nothing new. But now, Sam, I will tell you one thing. Why do we use computers to tabulate votes in America? What is the purpose of using computers? Can anybody tell me that answer? It guarantees the probability and possibility of voter fraud every single election. It guarantees that that possibility will always be there as long as we use computers. Yep. And Sam? There you have it. Why are sheriffs reluctant to investigate? Why? Beca- because oh, many of them, uh, many of them had vote fraud get them elected and keep them elected, sir. And many of them got <laughs> kicked out because of election fraud. Yeah, well. <laughs> I now you bet. can say that isn't so true, and I don't so know good. that it's true. You don't. You, you look. We don't know what's the truth. That's the problem, and that's why. Um, you know, if yeah, these yeah. people are going to claim that there's no vote fraud. They literally have not investigated this, as you wisely pointed out. They haven't investigated it. Let me give you an example about the Arizona Sheriff's Office. Yuma County Sheriff's Office opens massive voter fraud investigation, okay? Right. Now, listen carefully to what I'm saying to you. Greg Phillips is now speaking out about what's happening in Arizona, more so than even the sheriff is. Greg Greg Phillips, who's going to be at our press conference, who was on this program with us uh, a couple of weeks ago, Greg Phillips at True the Vote said this. We have recently learned video was specifically turned off on particular drop boxes in Arizona. We now have evidence that they literally turned off the video cameras on the drop boxes. Why the intentional disabling of monitoring for those drop boxes. Uh, the more we dig in, the thicker this gets. Where is Donald Trump? Where is Mike Lindell? Where are the other people to back this investigation? Where is the mainstream press to admit now that we've got arrests in Arizona and we've got these uh, uh, evidences trickling out? Where are they when they literally claimed Donald was lying about vote fraud issues, that he was just up in the night crazy or lying or peddling a false narrative or what now? What now, Sheriff? They said that he was tied to Russia. That failed. They said now they're saying, oh, there's no vote fraud. He lied. And now we have literally arrests and evidence of vote fraud beyond 2,000 mules, right? Yeah, it's actually, yes, it is. And uh, Schmeling's investigation has been beyond 2,000 mules because it was happening before it came out. Uh, Sheriff Darleaf, who folks, 
we're going to have on at the bottom of the hour. So the second half of the show, we will have another sheriff who's been investigating voter fraud for at least 18 months in Barry County, Michigan. And man, oh man, now the state of Michigan is doing an investigation on a criminal investigation on Sheriff Dar Leaf because he's doing an investigation on voter fraud. True story. We're going to hear from him in just about 15 minutes, and you will not want to miss that. Call everybody and get them watching Brighty on TV so that they can hear this amazing interview from a sheriff who's actually been investigating voter fraud for a year and a half in his county. Folks, this is before 2,000 Mules. 2,000 Mules, great documentary, and everybody should watch it. Why? Because the evidence is very compelling, almost irrefutable, uh, that there was widespread voter fraud across the country. Now, Sam, I had a reporter call me just last week, I think last Friday or Thursday. Anyway, probably Thursday. And he asked me about why we're doing this and getting uh, a national press conference going about voter fraud when it's been nothing. And he said, I said, why do you mean nothing? Have you seen the investigation in Yuma County on voter fraud? He goes, yeah, it's produced very little. It wouldn't have changed the outcome of the Arizona election. I said, that's one of the smaller counties. I said, now give me Pima County and give me Maricopa County. And now can you tell me why if, if Yuma County is showing a few numbers and already a few arrests and 16 more search warrants still to be served on this investigation uh, that looks pretty huge. Why are we not getting the big counties doing this? Because if they had the same percentage, it would have reversed the election in Arizona. Sheriff, Sheriff, Mm -hmm. I don't care whether it would reverse the election or not. I don't don't care whether you debate how big of a problem this is or not. The fact is we claimed vote fraud and now there's arrests. So the narrative that there's no vote fraud is gone. Let's force them to deal with the fact that there is vote fraud. President Trump was right. Uh, And we're going to prove the facts. And I don't care how big or small or whether it would have changed the election for 2020 for the president, for a state governor, for an attorney general, for a state attorney general, for a sheriff, for your dog catcher. I don't care if there's fraud and we cannot trust the elections and we assert fraud and they lie for two years plus and say there's no vote fraud. And we find out there is fraud. Forcing that down their throats is the answer. It isn't about whether it would change the election. No one's begging to somehow spin the world backwards to 2020 and put Donald in as king which is what their assertions are. No one's talking about that. We're talking about vote fraud. And if vote fraud occurred, let's prosecute the criminals to the fullest extent of the law. And let's quit lying and peddling the false narrative that there's no vote fraud. Let's get it done and let's do it now. That's the narrative. I totally agree with you, Sam. Absolutely good point. Uh, I am fed up with hearing somebody like the Attorney General of the United States and others who said, oh, yeah, there may have been some vote fraud, but it would not have changed the outcome. Investigate, 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 and don't tell me how uh, many numbers you have. Tell me how many arrests you're making on voter fraud. 
for them to pass for that criminal, off with that for criminal activity, criminal. Sheriff. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about criminal activity. Correct. Okay, it doesn't matter whether you believe it's big or small, whether you believe it would have changed the election or not. Okay, it, it's criminal activity. Okay, right. it's kind of like if you say I found somebody murdering somebody, and somebody goes, "Well, it's only one person. It's not really a big deal. They didn't mass murder anybody." What? Right. Hold on now. <laughs> what are you talking? So they changed the narrative, Sheriff, to manipulate. First, they said there's no vote fraud. Now, when we prove there is, they say, well, it wouldn't change the election. Well, maybe we'll prove that it would have changed the election. But either way, look, we've got to build trust for the American people about this issue. Because right now, I don't think yeah. most Americans have trust in the elections on either side of the aisle, Sheriff. No, and you can't because there is no way anyone can determine uh, an honest, integrous election as long as you're using uh, computers. And and I, I, I still want everyone who uh, put these computers in use. What was the purpose of serving the people? How are you serving the American people by using computers to tabulate votes? How does that serve the American people? And there's no answer to that, Sam. Well, it makes it makes it uh, quicker. You can find out the results quicker, and the American people want to know. Yeah, you'll wait like eight weeks well, when you used to know the night of the elections. That kind of later, or sooner, or what? I don't care. It it obviously is not working. <laughs> but don't Last worry, time, sir. We only we only have small small fry vote fraud going on. Don't worry about it, sir. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see, Sam, and I think you're so correct in bringing that point up. And we should be sarcastic about that because when the Absolutely. attorney general, the attorney general of the United States says it wasn't enough. So we're going to just pass it off. We're not going to go after these crooks. We're not going to go after these criminals. We're not going to investigate the most horrendous coup attempt in American history, the greatest crime and book, Sam is stealing the authority and power of the American people to choose their own representatives, destroying our constitutional republic and destroying... Well, and they mock us. They mock us on this vote fraud thing, they... too. And the reason that I'm pushing so hard on this is they literally say, if you believe in vote fraud, you're a conspiracy, not the least, a terrorist bent on of destroying course. the country, or you fall somewhere in a between. Racist. And ladies and gentlemen, this is yeah, why yeah. we need to double down and say, look, there is vote fraud. And how much vote fraud is okay is my next question. Because it's only a little bit. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. But how much is okay? When does it rise to the level of really it deserves um, investigation or action? At what point? Yeah, exactly. Now, in New York, they the have, in New York, they have illegals voting and illegals on oh, the voting yes. rolls. And they say that's fine. <laughs> we have 350,000 dead people in the country that are on the voter rolls. That's been proven as well. How does this not affect this? How is this just petty vote fraud? Tiny doesn't matter stuff. When does it, it matter? If it did, when would we know to take change, action if, if it changes? Well, yeah, but if it didn't change any of the outcomes, they wouldn't be doing. It. <laughs> Why? Well, there you have it. Yeah, no, it no, we're no. sure that it doesn't change any outcomes. We know that for sure. No, and and so but, 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 it proves that the attorney general was an accomplice. He covered for him. He covered for him. At the very least, he covered it up. 
Yeah, and and refuse well, a whole state would do an investigation. A whole state like Texas says these other states fraudulently manipulated their laws against their own laws, and therefore, and the court literally says Texas, you have no standing. We're not even going to talk about it. Let's talk about Congress, and then we'll introduce our sheriff on the Sheriff Mac Show with Sheriff Mac and yours truly. The Cali Key easily converts your AR rifle to bolt action, allowing you to keep the rifle you love in assault weapon jurisdictions. The Cali Key is a true fast drop-in solution. No permanent changes to your rifle. Import, transport, own, and have fun with your AR. Why the Cali Key? Because a bolt action is not an assault weapon. Stay future ready from gun bans with the Cali Key. The Cali Key also lets you quickly and easily build your ideal hunting rifle, lets you build a quiet suppressed rifle, and benefits your long-range precision shooting. Available now at CaliKey.com with free shipping. Hi, I'm Corey Moore, founder of J&M Jewelry. For the last 17 years, we have been providing fine diamond and gemstone jewelry that is made in America. As a manufacturer, designer, and wholesaler specializing in custom jewelry, we pride ourselves on the highest quality products followed with the best customer service. As a patriot who loves America, I am proud to advertise on Brighteon TV. I would like to personally invite you to visit our website or schedule an appointment with us today. J&M Jewelry provides online jewelry appraisals that are convenient, secure, and affordable. Appraisals are usually completed within 48 hours and sent directly to your email. Contact us today or visit our website to use our appraisal request form. J&MJewelry.com I'm Dr. Artis. I'm Scott McKay. And we support and love and admire Brideon.tv, and all of you should follow all the incredible hosts, all the incredible shows, only at Brideon.tv, and they have a radio platform. Yes, they do. And I do a radio show. Uh, I only know pe- two people on this planet that walk on water. One was Christ, one was Mike Adams. He still does. I love Mike Adams. Mike is the ultimate consummate professional in everything he does. Uh, and, in fact, I tell people all the time, there's no higher level of integrity for anybody in this movement than Mike so uh, just that alone bolts me to Mike Adams. I love Mike Adams. We support you 100%. Yeah. TV. All right, my fellow Americans, the Sheriff Mack Show, simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live, continues CSPOA.org to learn more and join the posse today. But Sheriff Mack, I'm making the point that, look, the courts shut down Texas straight away. didn't even look at the uh, allegations of the merits of the case. They just said you don't have any standing. Then they go to Congress, and again, you know what? I'm not happy about the events on January the 6th. I believe that government provocateurs uh, literally created the insurrection. Whether Democrats and Republicans were involved in that, I don't know. But ladies and gentlemen, look, investigative, independent investigative journalist, Julie Kelly has reported extensively on the January 6th. And you know what? The bottom line is, hey, they claim it's a grand old conspiracy from Donald Trump. But it turns out that Ray Epps and others literally breached the Capitol, and we can't get answers to what. He's he's literally on film, whispering in people's ears right before they take action to breach the Capitol. But yet, hey, we're not digging into this. And when asked about it, the government just says, you know, we're not allowed to tell you anything about that. Okay, while that's going on then, 
we talk about election fraud, but Congress has never looked at it either. Didn't they have an obligation to look at this? But they sidestepped it and went, wow, there was an insurrection. Well, the election's fine. Next. Well, nobody's getting redress of grievance here. Even when Sheriff yeah. Smaling brings his information, um, what, the DA just says, nice try, Sheriff, fun political stunt? <laughs> okay, no one's taking this seriously. When they don't investigate, of course there's no vote fraud. When they change the laws, so they said you got to have ballots that have certain dates on them. they got to be dated. Now the Supreme Court just says, oh, they don't really have to be dated. That's no big deal. Just violate the law. Well, if you violate the law everywhere, there's no vote fraud, Sheriff. And if you don't look into vote fraud, there aren't, there isn't any. But every time we start to dig into vote fraud, we find out there is vote fraud and intentional vote manipulations from nursing homes to fake ballots to dead people voting to illegals voting to problems with machines to ballot stuffing to I can go on and on and on to custody problems with mail-in balloting. Uh, and you know what? Every time we dig in, we get more and more evidence. And then they say, well, there's no vote fraud. And then we say, yes, there is. And they say, well, you're right, but it's not enough to matter. When does it matter then? mainstream press. When does it matter? Bureaucrats in high-level positions in the deep state. When you lose the election, is that when it matters? Or does yeah. it ever matter? Yeah. Losing the election is what... Uh, hey, Hunter, we heard from Sheriff Leaf yet. I guess we have more. All right, okay. they're working Thanks. on that. Uh, well, but, but in the meantime, though, really, Sheriff though... Leaf. Think about this, Sheriff. What about Congress, though? Why did they duck this responsibility? Even if an insurrection happened, even if some whacked out person breached the Capitol, fine. That doesn't change the fact that they should have looked into this. The American people were absolutely insistent that they look into this. That is the proper remedy for a redress of grievance that Congress, not the courts, not anybody else, Congress was supposed to look into this. They were derelict in their duty, sir. And and the uh, Capitol Police officer who shot and killed a woman. Uh, where's the congressional hearings on that? Uh, so uh, for that to be swept under uh, the rug like that, absolutely uh, shameful and, and just plain politics. These politicians in Washington, D.C., these corrupt criminals in Washington, D.C., playing politics with the death of that woman. Uh, absolutely astonishing. And the national media supporting it as well. And the national media all in line with the talking points that there absolutely was no voter fraud and the big lie that it, that there was. Don't tell me that somebody's lying when you've never done a, a single investigation on any of it. And now we're seeing Sheriff Hayden in Kansas, doing an investigation on voter fraud, and I talked to him about it, and uh, it looks very likely that he has a legitimate case that there was uh, voter voter fraud. We have uh, Sheriff Wilma in Yuma County already making arrests and has 16 open cases of voter fraud there. He's only made three arrests so far out of the 16. A lot of work still to do there. And Sheriff uh, Darleaf in Michigan uh, looks like he is being obstructed by his own state. The governor and the AG and the state police are getting in his way, and they're trying to charge him with a crime while they're committing a crime of obstruction of justice. And then Sheriff Smaling in Racine County 
And it appears that more sheriffs are getting ready to do this. And folks, that is why on July 12th, the CSPOA is calling for a national press conference with some of these sheriffs, with other people. In fact, Greg Phillips, we hope Catherine Egelbrett will also be there. Uh, and we hope oh. that D'Souza is Is the Sheriff Leaf with us? Speaking. Welcome, hey. sir. Hey, hey. Sheriff hey. Leaf, thanks so much okay. for being here. Folks, this is Sheriff Dar Leaf from Berry County, Michigan. And Sheriff Lee, first of all, we want an update on your wife. How is she doing? Uh, well, yesterday she was doing pretty good. She's still, still sore. Uh, okay, so she, she had, had surgery, surgery. About, a, about five days ago? Yes. Okay, good. Well, we're, we're glad she's okay and at home, uh, convalescing. And, and Sheriff Leaf, I have to thank you very much uh, for the work that you've done with the CSPOA. You've been an integral part of what we're doing. Uh, and Hunter, we're getting background. We can hear you guys. So anyway. Are you getting background? It starts background. Let's continue forward, though. So why don't you give us a, a, a thumbnail? You've been investigating vote fraud since the very beginning, Sheriff, and you've uh, had a road to hoe. Why don't you give a summary of that and tell us where we are now? Okay. Um Basically, uh, I was actually was approached even before the election and give me a heads up that this was going to happen. And that was way back in July of 2020. I had two attorneys come to my office and started explaining to me about, uh, it was the first time I ever heard Dominion or Hart and I forgot the other name of the companies. And uh, they're explaining to me what happened in Kansas and in Virginia and how they got flipped. And uh, in reality, I didn't know who these guys were. I didn't know whether or not they were trustworthy or set up or anything like that. I had no idea. Uh, I was taking a lot of heat already for uh, giving a speech against the uh, governor's executive orders. And uh, so I, I had no idea who these guys were. So I kind of regret not taking notes like, like I normally would. Well, and, uh, in October, uh, I had an email sent to me from uh, Judicial Watch. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them or not. Yes. But uh, Judicial Watch, they uh, they sent me an email and it had a map of Michigan. And on the map of Michigan, it had what percent of the voters were uh, on the voters' rolls. And my county was either 101 or 102 percent. And you go look at the state; most of the state was over 100 percent. And uh, so I called our clerk and said, "Yeah, that's people who have died or have moved, and uh, we haven't got it changed yet." Well, here it is, October. And uh, so, nonetheless, I she's a clerk; it's her job. And uh, I sent it out on a listserv, and I remember some sheriffs getting upset with me sending that out, saying that Judicial Watch was uh, a right-wing political organization. And and uh, I remember Judicial Watch when they sued California, because California had like, I can't remember, it was 1.2 or 1.7 million dead people that voted in the 2016 election. And uh, so, nonetheless, 
election day hits and then November 4th and one of my attorneys calls and says, hey, you got to go confiscate all those Dominion machines and all this stuff. And I go, well, wait a minute. Um, we got to be able to show there was some type of fraud happening in my county. And I can't just go willy-nilly be taking these things. So so anyways, uh, then in December, uh, we tried getting a search warrant on them. And I had uh, some very high-tech guys in here, probably the most intelligent high-tech people I've ever met in my life. And they were into the cybersecurity. One worked uh, for the federal government for several years as a director of some cybersecurity. And uh, nonetheless, uh, that search warrant failed. And uh, on we went. And I'm, I'm like any other sheriff's office out there, any other police agency. We're short-staffed now, having a hard time recruiting people and well, who, retaining who people. Who turned down your search warrant request? Who turned that down? It was our local courts. Our local courts. Okay. And did they give uh, a reason they, why? I don't remember what the reason why it was. Uh, basically, there wasn't enough probable cause for Barry County hmm. uh, to get okay. that search warrant. Oh, okay. Keep then, going. Well, anyways, then the uh, attorney I was working with, she tried taking some of the information on up to the federal courts, and that got turned down right away. And uh, so here we go with a very slow Now, did, uh, did that get turned down on the merits? See, so far I'm not hearing the merits of a case. I'm not even hearing that they're willing to let you present evidence. They're just simply shutting these down with no real even willingness to, to uh, validate claims or, or uh, document probable cause or any of those things, Sheriff. Again, that was so long ago. I don't remember exactly why they shot it down, but it, didn't even take a day before it was shot down. Yeah, Sheriff okay, Mack, so I, I, to me, that means they couldn't have really looked at the evidence or the allegations or the probable cause. You, you shut it down that fast, but I'm not sure that you did it due diligence. Uh, I believe that the courts are their duty here. Yeah. When it comes to our local courts, so we, it was a, they showed up in my office. And it was uh, in the afternoon, and then they were telling me about what they were looking for. And these cybersecurity people, uh, it was way above my head. I've never dealt with anything like this in my life. And uh, so we're trying to put that together, what they had. But it wasn't done the normal way we do a search warrant where I take a complaint number, do a report, and so on. They said, we don't have time. we got to get this done. we got to get the material here. And so I kind of sat back, and I'm going – Okay, you guys should know what you're doing. Let's go. When they when they took it up to our judge, uh, I got to admit that it was not what I would have turned into a, a judge for a search warrant. But um, this is what they well, said we had to get this done. There was some timeline we were trying to meet. And well, then maybe we need again, to step back and do an investigation the sheriff's way. Oh, that's what we're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, there you have it. So you've been yeah. you've been investigating voter fraud in Barry County for about two years. We're getting close to that, yeah. Yeah, and, and so you understand a lot of this. A lot of this was people sending me stuff and hey, sheriff, help you owners know, in another county. Uh, right. I was getting emails sent to me what was going on with the secretary of state, and of course we had a clerk in a neighboring county that filed a lawsuit and uh, took it to what we call a court of claims. And the court of claims said she violated the law. 
and uh, or the act, I should say. And uh, so there was a lot of things that were going on. And finally, I had a, a complainant come on in and file a complaint in Berry County. So and that's what we're working on today forward. continuously. Fast forward to what you just mentioned, what you're doing today. What is your investigation doing? What are you still doing? And what is the state doing against you? Fill everybody in on that. Oh, I've got to be careful what I tell you here because it, it's an ongoing investigation. And uh, one of the problems we're having is people get so excited when they bring you information, they can't keep it quiet, <laughs> you know. And next thing you know, you're hearing it from all around the state. We're going, well, wait a minute here. You wanted us to get this information. We want to run with it, but you got to keep it quiet so we can investigate it. And uh, that's a, that is a big problem. That is a problem. Uh, I want you to be familiar with this. This is a press release by the Yuma County Sheriff's Office in Arizona regarding their investigation and several arrests that they've already made. So, uh, we want you to know you're not the Lone Ranger, but we have uh, lots of uh, sheriffs now. Well, I'd say about at least six or seven sheriffs now that are conducting investigations. And Schmaling, uh, Sheriff Schmaling was going to be on with us today, but uh, he has a, a relative that is on her deathbed, and all the family has been called to her side. So uh, oh, anyway. That's too bad. Uh, yeah, so he wasn't able yeah, to be I, on. I reached, we're going to be on I reached with him out later. to Yuma County. Oh, did you? I reached out to Yuma. Yes, because I have information on Arizona too that you might want to take a look at. And uh, like I said, when when you when people find out that there's a sheriff who's actually doing something, all of a sudden the information starts coming in like a uh, the uh, a fire hose, like you're taking a drink out of it. And I've got one detective assigned to it, and I can't afford to sign anybody else with the caseload that we've got going on right now. And right. I'm, hopefully we've got enough sheriffs to uh, start maybe even doing a task force here in Michigan because that many hands make light work type thing. And plus, it's good to have another set of eyes looking at it. And, so are uh, you saying that the – wait, are you saying that the sheriffs in, was in Michigan – there's some are trying to form a task force or are you, are you asking for that task force? I'm asking for it. And there are some that I think are willing. And again, just, uh, talks, you talk about funding and manpower. That is our biggest issue when we come to getting one of those going because it's nobody's it's talking about jumping on board. Nobody's close. We're talking four or five hour drives as we're going up to their County. And, uh, I got one County that, I, I think they're going to uh, assign somebody to it, and that's a neighboring county, which is awesome for us. And uh, yeah, just keep your fingers crossed if we get this domino effect going. And I think what we start having some success. Is... Well, let's talk about funding right there, uh, folks. Be before you do it, in my mind, this is where the sheriff's posse comes in, Sheriff Mack. It, it could. It could. It could. I. Uh, you know, Sheriff Arpaio obviously had some very good investigators, and Sheriff Leaf knows he can create a posse, uh, hopefully to help with this investigation. But sometimes uh, the top-notch investigators are not available for a posse. That's the only thing you have to uh, be aware of. But on on the funding end of it, Sheriff Leaf, you agree 
that you don't want people sending you money and that you want that to go through CSPOA, correct? Yeah, I think it's that because otherwise it'll be, I'll have to have somebody else being able to manage all that money coming in. So yeah, that'd be great if you guys could help us out with that. Folks, we've been working on this for uh, about a year. Some sheriffs have been working on it as Sheriff Lee for two years. This is a, a financial need for us to continue this. So, folks, uh, we're talking about having our press conference. We're talking about uniting sheriffs all across the country to do these investigations, contrary, absolutely contrary and opposite to what the January 6th committee is saying and most politicians are saying, most media are saying and claiming. Folks, we're going to uncover the truth. And we have amazing sheriffs like Sheriff Leaf with the courage to try to do this. We need funding to help bring these uh, investigations to the front and to allow the manpower to be free in order to do this. We want to do, form more task forces in every state with sheriffs and with their, with their investigators to be able to do this. Funding is essential. Take those to CSPOA.org. Do all you can to do that. Folks, we've got to get behind this. We've got to get behind Sheriff Leaf. Now, Sheriff Leaf, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but this was reported publicly. So I, I just want to make sure I don't want you to go anywhere you don't want, you don't have to go, but the state of Michigan and high up people are trying to thwart you, get in the way, or actually investigate you for doing this investigation. Can you confirm or deny that? So I can confirm that, yes. And so they are investigating hey, you because you're investigating this. Let me jump in, Sheriff. Oh, they... So now you've got that. You've got the, the investigating Sheriff Lee for investigating this. You've got them attacking Greg Phillips in Georgia because he uh, has evidence. Now they're attacking him. Why all the attacks if we just want the truth and there's no vote fraud? Sheriff Mack, then Leaf. Well, yeah, we, we absolutely, <laughs> if you have something, uh, if you act like you have something to hide, it's probably because you do. So Sheriff Leaf, you are confirming that they are investigating you because you're investigating uh, this crime. Is that correct? Well, they're investigating me. They, they were looking for a reason to, and uh, been accused of doing something they say is against the law, which it didn't happen. And uh, so nonetheless, uh, yeah, they've come in and took some information from my county that we were looking at. So yeah. I, I can't really get too into too many of the details on that yet. I know. I, but Sheriff Leaf, let us let us tell you that the people on Brighton are behind you all the way. We're grateful for your courage in in investigating this uh, horrible horrible uh, coup against the American people. Um, no, folks, we are not doing this for Donald Trump. We're doing this for the American people. No. We want to know the truth. That's all. That's and all we, we want to restore. We want to restore faith for the American people and one of the most fundamental keys to freedom and to a republic. It's a sacred responsibility to vote. And if that is destroyed and there's no trust and there's no redress of grievance to resolve it, what do we have left, Sheriff Leaf? 
Oh, well, what do you have left? Yes, sir. Boy, I almost, your posses, your militias. Because um, that's what it's going to come down to. I don't know who, oh, there you go. Because you go listen to what the, holy cow, that was a loud car. <laughs> Sorry about that. If you go listen to what they're trying to do globally, uh, if our government's involved in that, I, I don't know how we cannot call that treason. You're absolutely Ladies correct. and gentlemen, we're flat out of time. We're flat out of time, but we are going to have a press conference coming up on July the 12th in Las Vegas. We're also going to be at Freedom Fest breaking this down for everybody in attendance. It's going to be incredible. Thank you, Sheriff Lee. God bless you for your efforts, my friend. For Sheriff Mack and Sam Bushman, God save the Republic of the United States of America. <laughs> Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. A barn burner broadcast today. The show and the notes will be up for both hours soon. Share the word, please, ladies and gentlemen. A quick recap of yesterday's show. We talked about Justin Bieber announced on Friday that he's suffering from a rare medical condition called the Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, partial paralysis of his face. Well, is there a link between the Ramsey-Hunt syndrome and COVID-19? Experts say there is. So Justin Bieber then tested positive for COVID-19, cancels Las Vegas show back in February. Well, that's weird. He got the vaccine also. Is there a link? 
Now, Haley Bieber, his wife, got hospitalized due to a brain condition, possibly COVID-related blood clots and more. Haley Bieber then had to have heart surgery after scary blood clot caused mini stroke. So we talked about that in detail. The vaccinations, ladies and gentlemen, are dangerous and more evidence coming out, as we told you in the mainstream press, denied the truth comes out. Bank of America now is warning of future inflation shocks. They say we're in literally a virtual recession. They call it a technical recession. Uh, So we're really unraveling the riddle of American inflation. They want you to believe it's a riddle. Ladies and gentlemen, it's because of dishonest money. Let's be very clear. That was our one uh, of Liberty Roundtable Live yesterday. We then had our guest, Dr. Scott Bradley, with us. And we talked about the U.S. has more transgender youth. So you got to ask in which states and why twice as many, uh, I'm sorry, well, 3% in, say, New York, right? Uh, but in Wyoming, hardly any. How come the difference? Answer, social media. They're literally influencing other, each other after they've been trained in this by government schools. Nearly half of the 1.6 million Americans are teenagers and young adults. The adult population, there's not been an increase in transgenderism but amongst the youth it's skyrocketing you got to ask why well new york city schools spent two hundred thousand plus dollars on drag queen shows four elementary schools teamed up to promote a private event which included drag queen story hour drag queens perform at iowa high school give students pointers help insurance giant kaiser permanente Sponsors sexualize men in dresses reading to children. Minister claims Bible must give way to same-sex marriage. Story Hour. How drag queens promoting their agenda to minors have become more frequent and common and backed by big money. Drag Queen Story Hour is an organization across the United States bringing drag queens to high schools, schools, bookstores, and more. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a road to hoe in the culture war. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. God save our republic.